you today. Hello. Hey. So thank you for requesting the chat. Um, what do you have to say? Um, I would like to say that um, I don't really know what to believe. Uh, like I sometimes went to church and things like that when I was a little girl, but nothing really, I guess, I, I guess I didn't really take it to heart. All I knew was that I had to behave, just be good, treat others fairly and things like that. So I very much believe that I'm agnostic. I, I don't know if there's something after we die. If there is, I'm happy about that. But if there isn't, then, you know, I can't necessarily tell anyone about it. So either way, I'm just going to live and treat people fairly. And if that gets me into a good place, then sure. And if it doesn't, at least I made a positive impact on someone's life before I died. Wow. Well, thank you for sharing that. I think that's very uh, intelligent, good way of looking at things. It sounds like you actually care about what the truth is. And since you can't prove it either way, like you said, you're agnostic. Um, I think most people are agnostic, if not everybody, because no one really knows for sure. Mm -hmm. um, but if you believe in a God, then you're an atheist. I mean, if you, then, excuse me, if you don't believe in a God, you're an atheist. And uh, if you do, then you're a God believer. Um, so I'm not sure. You said you don't. You're not sure what to believe. No, uh, I don't know what happens, and I don't know if there is a God or not. I'm just like, okay, either way, it's not going to affect how I treat other people. Well, that's great. So that's a good way to live life: is to treat other people the way you want to be treated, right? You know. Mm -hmm go hurting people because you don't want to get hurt. Sounds good to me. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. So what I'm thinking, though, is you're saying that it's a possibility. Is that right? Um, Maybe. I, I just I truly don't know because sometimes, you know, you hear of, of a story where someone has died and then they've come back and then they've said that they've seen all of these great things and that heaven is real and all that stuff. And you're like, huh, I wonder if they actually experienced that or maybe was it the lack of oxygen that caused them to hallucinate? Because there's also a medical explanation for why they probably saw things. But, you know, people, they strongly believe in something. They want everybody to know, like, no, it's real. So I I just don't know. I, I don't know what to believe. But I don't believe that if you don't believe in a God that you should be treated poorly. That is your belief. And it doesn't affect you as a person. If you don't believe in something, there's nothing wrong with that. Fantastic. Um, I agree with you 100%. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, so you said something about near-death experience. Um, yes. I agree with you on that also, that, um, you know, when your heart starts stops beating, your brain is not getting enough oxygen, and you start to hallucinate. And that would make a lot of sense. And if people are experiencing something while their brain isn't functioning 100% correctly, um, that would explain a lot of things. So, um, yeah, uh, 
you know, to me, that makes more sense than just, you know, experiencing something supernatural. You know what I mean? So I, I kind of go with the science on that one. Uh, it's very, you know, it makes, it makes sense. It explains things and it can be proven. So. Well, how do you feel about ghosts? Do you think they're real or no? Well, there's no evidence for ghosts. See, I care about what the truth is. And mm-hmm. I think the best way to get to the truth is with evidence. And, you know, a lot of people just want to believe things on faith. But mm-hmm. you can believe anything on faith, you know, and that, that doesn't mean it's true. You know, I mean, you can you can believe in leprechauns or fairies <laughs> or whatever, you know, just say, hey, I have faith in it, you know. So mm-hmm. to me, that's not a good way to find truth. Now, if you don't care about what the truth is and you just want to believe what you want to believe, okay, well, you have a right to do that. But, you know, I think it's pretty dangerous to start living your life believing in things that aren't true. So you have to be careful because, um, you know, for example, if, if you stood at a street corner and the light was red and you believed it was green, wouldn't that be dangerous? Yes, it would. Yeah, so that's why I say, you know, it could be dangerous to believe things that aren't true. Um, Oh, look at all these people joining. Thank you all for coming in and listening. Uh, I have Asteria. Is that how you pronounce your name? Yes, Asteria. Okay, yeah. So um, I'm talking right now with Asteria, who is very logical thinker, very good critical thinker, um, makes a lot of sense, and... um, yeah, I, I think uh, you're on the right track there. I think <laughs> what you're doing is thinking about things and not jumping to conclusions, which is a good thing. And you're having an open mind, which is also yeah. good. Yes, I like to keep an open mind. And until uh, the day that there is like a conclusive answer, like God does exist and this is what you need to do, or this is a sign that is undeniable, then I'm just going to keep treating people fairly, being kind, spreading positivity, uh, not just because I feel as though I'm going to get to anyone's good graces. It's just, I like when people are happy, you know, I I don't, it's not that I'm, um, trying to make it so that oh well either way i'm getting into heaven i just truly want to treat everyone fairly and make them happy uh regardless of whether or not there is a heaven or not all right very good Mm -hmm. Uh, i just want to quickly uh say hello to tag thank you for joining and uh what's his name menomanaki menomanaki um yeah he's asking about whether i fully believe in science or just rely on it um i don't think science is something to believe in like a god um the scientific method is probably the best way to get as close to the truth as possible doesn't make it fully true but it is based on evidence so i accept the evidence that proves science but i don't believe in science itself it's not something to believe in. Mm. So, um, yeah, I mean, you, I can be an atheist without any science at all because science has nothing to do with atheism. Atheism is just a lack of belief in a God. That's all. 
So, uh, when would you say that your that you definitively stopped believing in that, or or did you just never believe in God? Um. Well, I was brought up in a Catholic family, mm-hmm. and I had four older sisters who went to Catholic school, and they taught they told me a lot about you know the faith and. Um, when I was like seven years old, they brought me to church and told me, oh, yeah, we're going to show you everything and show you God and this and that. And when I went there, I kind of started to believe it because, you know, the church looked very impressive. There was candles and stained glass and an organ and all this, you know, and it looked very impressive to a seven-year-old. But then I started asking questions, you know, and uh, they didn't have any answers. And when I finally asked where God was, they said, well, he's everywhere. And I was pretty disappointed because I thought I was going to meet him in the church. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, when when I heard he was everywhere, I was like, well, I can just stay home then if he's over there too. And uh, that kind of like just got me to, you know, look into it more and think about it. And ever since then, I really haven't believed it at all. So, um, yeah, it, I, I guess I believed it in a for a few weeks or something, but nothing really serious, you know. Yeah, after the major questions and no answers, you kind of just fell off of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then later on, you know, when I grew older, I started reading the Bible, and uh, it was just a, such a horrific book. I, I thought, gee, no, no God could ever have actually condoned this or written this because you know, it endorses slavery and rape and things like that. And I'm looking at it like, oh, what a, you know, how could an all-loving God be, you know, into stuff like that? It, it doesn't make any sense. So it kind of confirmed that, like, you know, it, it to me it's not, it's not really uh, something to believe in because especially now that I know how evolution works and, you know, how that came about and what the evidence is for that, um, so if, if we evolved from lower life forms, then there was no Adam and Eve because we, we didn't come from dirt in a rib. You know, we, we evolved. And if there's no Adam and Eve, there's no first sin and there's no reason for Jesus to die. So I don't understand, you know, why people still believe that when evolution's a fact at this point. It's, it's just proven with overwhelming evidence. So the, the Christian religion to me is just nonsense based on that so i've always thought of religion as more of a way to of control you know something that keeps people in check you know with their morals and things like that just like a huge kind of like a kind of like a cult actually just controlling everything and it just got so popular that you know it's it's just everywhere and that if you don't follow this you know, this will happen to you. There are consequences for your actions. And I believe that some people don't need religion because they can keep themselves in check without the threat of like, you know, eternal damnation or something like that. That's what I always thought. (laughs) It's just control. Yeah, no, that's a good point. That's a very good point. Um, I think at this point it, it turned more into a business because it really interested in your money than anything else. And they're just promising you something that they can't prove you know, like eternal life. And, uh, you know, I mean, people are afraid of hell and that's kind of, I think that's one of the reasons why they believe it because, you know, they're doing it out of fear 
not really out of free will. So yeah, you know, so it's, it's kind of sad that, you know, they, they teach this to little children and scare the hell out of them, you know, literally the hell. And uh, (laughs) so it's, it's, you know, and then it sticks with them for the whole lives, you know? And I think that's, that's kind of like child abuse in a way to threaten them like that and make them scared, you know, because, um, you know, they're not old enough to make their own decisions and they're not old enough to do the research and find out for themselves what it's all about. So, you know, I just think, you know, I'm not the thought police. I mean, people have a right to believe what they want, Mm -hmm. but, you know, they should be old enough to, you know, decide for themselves before they're, you know, threatened and indoctrinated. Absolutely. I I remember being a little girl in the church and just being so scared of the idea that someone's always watching me and that if I if I sinned, I would like burn forever. And I was so scared that I remember distinctly one night I, I just I just couldn't stop crying. And I I was asking God, like, you know, that I've been good and that I wouldn't do anything bad and that if he wanted to talk to me, he could. And, you know, I would talk to myself in an empty room saying, you know, uh, if you're real or if you're here, since you're everywhere, could you please talk to me? Or could you please show me that you're there and that you're listening to me? And nothing. I, I heard nothing. And I, and I, I never hear anything. So right. it kind of, that was kind of the moment for me when I was like, you know, maybe this is not, this is not real. Right. Well, that's the thing. It's, um, you know, it's one of those things where it's sort of like, first of all, it's like where you're born, right? It's like how you, how you brought up. Cause if you were brought up in like Iran, you would probably be a Muslim. Right. So it's, it's not about truth. It's not about what the truth is. It's more about what, um, you know, where you, where you were born and how you were brought up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so that's another reason why it's not a good thing to believe it just because, of what you were taught, you know? Um, so yeah, there's a lot of problems with the whole, with the whole religion thing. I, I just think it's pretty dangerous. Like I said, um, did you know, like there's like 600 children die every year because their parents don't bring them to the hospital? Yes. They have- because they believe that God will heal them. Yeah. You know, yes. it's crazy because these are deaths that are not necessary. You know, and, and they're literally caused by a false belief. And this is not good. This is the this is, harm that, you know, people say, oh, religion doesn't harm anyone. It most certainly oh, does. Yes, it most certainly does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there have been religious crusades, have you? <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. Right. So, you know, th- this is a reason why I want to educate people about it, because mm-hmm. I just want to, you know, let people know that, listen, you know, you, you're probably thinking you're doing the right thing. You're probably thinking you're doing something good. But when it really comes down to is the fact that, hey, uh, you know, this is really causing harm. And, uh, you know, you should be aware of that. You should be aware that, you know, what you're doing is not necessarily a good thing. You know, so. And I don't know. I, I just wish people would just learn how to think critically. And, you know, like you do, because um, that's the key to getting to know what the truth is. You know, when people say I care about the truth, well, I'm not here to actually try to change their minds on what they believe. 
But I would like to teach them how to think critically so they have the tools to think, you know, the right way, you know, the, the, the critical way. I don't want to say the right way, but, you know, they will have the, the tools to get to the truth. Yes. Uh, you know, if, if they don't if they don't really care about what the truth is, that's different. But, you know, most people, when I ask them if they care about what the truth is, they, they say most certainly. So, you know, I, I just think, well, how about we teach people how to think critically, how to use logic, how to avoid logical fallacies, and, um, you know, let them research on their own and find, you know, find out what, what the truth is. So, you know, it's important, I think, because I think society would be a better place. Oh, absolutely. I agree with you. If religion didn't have so much influence on important decision, important decisions, we could make so much progress. You know, we right. wouldn't be where we are right now. We'd be so far in the future, so technologically advanced, just better humans as a whole if religion didn't have so much influence or impact or if it wasn't there altogether we just treated each other fairly on the basis of just being another person rather than this is what this book told me how to treat you and picking parts and pieces of whatever the book is to fit your narrative your story or what you want to believe because honestly if we if they followed the entire bible things will be a lot different around here right 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 well <laughs> You know, the world would be a better place, you know, and that's kind of another reason why I do this, because, um, you know, I, I don't want people to hold back science because that's really hurting a lot of people, you know. Oh, I mean, that's what they're doing now. They're holding back a lot of things that we, we truly do need to improve, and it's because of, you know, what they believe in their religion, you know, things like that. And I'm not saying that the procedures or advancements have to be unethical. No, they they are denying them on the basis of their religion, not if it's ethical or not, which are different. And people, sometimes they don't understand the difference. They think that religion is ethical, but it that's not always the case. You have to be able to separate the two. Yeah, and absolutely. people don't do that. Yeah. They don't get it. No, I agree with you. You're very intelligent. I don't know how old you are, but you're very, you know, um, open-minded and critical thinker. And I'm 23. <laughs> What's that? I'm 23. No way. Amazing. Yes. Well, I'm very impressed. Um, <laughs> I wish there was more people who thought like you because, um, you know, you, you're really making a lot of sense. <laughs> Thank you. Oh yeah, well, it's true, and you know, and the the best part about that is, you know, maybe you can influence other people also with your, you know, uh, example. So we have Dizzy Lizzie coming in. Hello, Dizzy Lizzie. Thank you for joining the the spoon, and we're talking today about atheism, what it is, what it's not, and what other people believe and why they believe it. So maybe this might interest you. I don't know. But, um, yeah, right now um, uh, I'm speaking with someone who is actually a very good critical thinker. Um, okay, this is interesting. Uh, Dizzy Lizzie says, I believe in Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. um, so 
Can you tell me exactly why you believe that? Is there a good reason for it? I'm interested in finding that out because a lot of people say they believe, but I'd like to know why they believe it. What is what is the reason? And that person joined. Hello. That's a nice name, that person. That person. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the uh, Spoon, um, just to catch you up. Hello. We're trying to uh, talk about uh, religion and atheism. Uh, J, what, J-S-S-F? Is that Joseph, I guess? Welcome. Dizzy Lizzy, because he is real and he died for my sins and yours. All right. So you're saying he is real, but that's not proven. Um, I know it says he's real in the Bible. How am I, boss? I'm fine. I think he was a real person at some point, but, you know, he died a very long time ago. And the stories that are told in the Bible, I believe, are like, you know, exaggerations and things like that, you know, trying to inspire you. That That's my take on it anyway. Yeah, that's interesting. He is in heaven preparing a place for you. Now, these are assertions you're making. Yeah, only if you believe. But what, do you care about what the truth is? Because you're believing something without evidence. So that means you're using faith. And like I was ta saying before, faith is just an excuse to believe something without evidence. Now, you can believe anything on faith. And, uh, you know, you don't need evidence for it. You got evidence. Mm. Oh, okay. Um, you want to tell me what your evidence is? Because uh, that would change things if you had real evidence. Because as far as I'm concerned, I, I can't find any. There is evidence of Jesus. Well, everyone says there's evidence, but they don't tell me what it is. I think he was a real person. He just wasn't magic. Right, right. So, yeah, I mean, he wasn't supernatural. You know, he wasn't somebody who can walk on water or, you know, come back from the dead. Right. He just inspired people. And I believe that's what his tale is about. It's about inspiring people. Yeah, that makes more sense. I get that. Um, he is all God and man. Um, but you see, mm. you're making assertions. You're just saying something that you believe, but you're not telling me why you believe it. You're not telling me what the evidence is for that. All you're doing is telling me what you believe, but you're not telling me why you believe it. And Janelle just joined. Welcome, okay. Janelle. Hopefully you'll enjoy this uh, spoon that we're having here. Look at my profile picture. What does it say? Why did his enemies even admit he was the son of God? I don't know. I'm not them. But admitting something doesn't make it true. Why are there so many witnesses? Are there? I mean, you're just going by what the Bible says, and the Bible's just a book. You know, there's no evidence that the book is true. I'd believe in Jesus if he if his ass was fat. Well, come on now. Oh my gosh. That's just you know the Bible I believe uh I mean they hated Jesus. I believe in all of this, like definitively and not just like, oh well, if I don't know, I 
he probably just walked through the door, you know, after I asked him, I've asked for many times when I was a little girl and he just never showed up or spoken to me. So, hmm. yeah, well, I would say, um, you can't say the Bible's true unless you have evidence to prove it's true. And, like you know, it's just, concrete evidence. Is I don't know. I actually like the teachings of Jesus. It's just that the Bible fandom is nuts. Um, yeah, teachings are, are, are like, you know, inspirational. You can, you know, make something out of some them. Some of them are, and some of them are not, you know. Some of them. <laughs> some of them. <laughs> yeah, because, like I said before, the Bible condones slavery. And um, mm-hmm. people say, well, that's the Old Testament. But the New Testament also says slaves obey your masters, even the mean ones. And nowhere in the Bible, the New or the Old Testament, does it say thou shalt not own another human being as property. So that's what Jesus is teaching people, to own other people as property. I don't agree with that. I don't think if God is benevolent, he would allow such words that's so, like at those and he wouldn't enforce anything like that if he was so kind and caring yeah it says here you guys need to change your thinking of jesus he is your king and lord of lord and creator um again you're not giving me evidence you're just telling me what you believe and uh, what would you consider uh evidence for you you can demonstrate demonstrable evidence like if oh. i prove to you that gravity exists i can demonstrate by just dropping something right and showing you look what gravity does now demonstrate something that you know that proves that there's a jesus or god Mm -hmm. um then i'm open-minded i'll believe it Mm -hmm. it says you gotta respect one's opinion actually no you don't because i'm allowed to question other people's opinions and if I believed one plus one equals five, I don't think anybody should respect that. It's not It's not just because, you know, you don't just respect something because it's an opinion. If you care about what the truth is, you actually have to question it. Jesus said to love one another. Okay, I'm, I'm all for that. They have found evidence of Jesus when he resurrected. No, they didn't, actually. That's just a story. Jesus, the dude, historically existed. There is record of him. The whole child of God thing. Yeah, so that's what we were saying. Um, you know, he probably did exist. It probably was a man named Jesus walking around. But was he a god? I, I don't I don't think so. I mean, there's just no evidence for that. You can't really, you know, the only thing is the stories in the Bible. But, you know, stories in a book doesn't make it true otherwise harry potter would be true and spider would be true you know no um you know i i understand people want to believe this stuff i get it you're brought up that way last week archaeologists found a hebrew inscription saying jesus was born on of mary yeah that's fine they found us if if two thousand years from now Someone finds a Spider-Man comic book, and they go, oh, look at this. We found this uh, old ancient uh, text over here, and it says there was this guy named Spider-Man that can crawl up walls. And look at this. It says it took place in New York City. 
You know, the archaeological, archaeological, this, but I can't say the word. Archaeologists. Archaeologists, yeah. They, um, they, they found out that New York existed. What do you know? That must make Spider-Man true then, right? See, this is the logic you're using. You can't just believe something that you read. It, it doesn't work that way. If it was going to devote myself to a god, I'd at least find a more metal one. <laughs> Janelle. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, so try to uh, be a little bit respectful, Janelle. I mean, you know, we don't want to try to use curse words and things here, if, if possible. I know you have freedom of speech, and uh, I'm all for that, but you know, we're trying to be a little bit intellectual here. So, you know, he does miracles for you and you don't even see it. Okay, name a miracle that ever happened. That's true. Sorry, I got you. Yeah, no problem. Uh, you know, it's all good. Um, you know, you have, like I said, you have freedom of speech. That's fine. But mm -hmm. it doesn't quite fit in with what we're talking about right now. Uh, I have a challenge for you. Try and explain things without using examples. What? You, that would not work, I don't think. <laughs> um, examples are a good way of explaining things, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, it's like trying to describe an apple if you've never seen an apple before. <laughs> yeah, that, that makes no sense. I mean like it's red and it's a circle but that's an example you can't use that it's like but you've never seen an apple before how, how else do i describe it right it doesn't make <laughs> wow that's 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 like, hard <laughs> it's impossible really to that's, that's not a good challenge mm. one can really you know uh let's see what we have here i don't want to break the mood of the conversation if you're having educated combo i'll just well, great. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. Um, people who are bad are explaining things over rely on examples. Oh. Well, what, what else? Um, how, how else can you explain something? Maybe you should take your own challenge and show me how to do it. Because I've never heard of a way of explaining something without using an example. Um, what do you think? I think that that's all, that's near impossible to to tell someone about something that they never heard of and expect them to understand what you're talking about. Right, right. Oh, geez, that's hard to explain. Tell me what a crap without using examples. Just try. Only Hector joined. Hello, only Hector. Thank you for joining. Um, we are talking about atheism and religion. And if you're interested, uh, I, hopefully I'd like you to explain what you believe and why you believe it, because we're interested in that. Um, so, yeah, so far we've been getting a lot of assertions without evidence. Mm. People are telling me there is evidence, but they don't give me any. So I'm kind of at, at a standstill here. I'm kind of stuck because... You know, if you're claiming something and you don't have evidence for it, then it's not really rational to believe something without evidence. And That's very true. 
you know, so I'm, I'm asking you for evidence. And if you don't have any, um, you know, assertions without evidence can be dismissed without evidence. So I'm just going to have to dismiss your assertions unless you actually prove them. Only Hector liked your live. Oh, thank you, Only Hector. Appreciate that. Um, this is the best conversation I've ever had in, about religion in my life because when I br try to bring it up to friends and family members, they just shut me down and it's just like, don't talk that way. You, you'll get in trouble, you know, or something like that. And I just, I just truly wanted to understand if this was real or not. And now I'm just like, well, I don't really care either way. I'll still keep being myself. Well, there you go. I mean, you have every right to be who you are. Mm -hmm. and no one has the right to tell you otherwise, you know, and I'm not telling anybody else they can't believe. Of course, they can believe in a God if they want to. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. That's what they need to keep themselves in check. Believe in whatever you want to believe. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, you know, uh, the freedom we have in this, in America, in this country, I think is important. And, uh, you know, sure, you can believe what you want, but Again, if you care about what the truth is, then you owe it to yourself to actually find the evidence for the truth that you're talking about. Um, let's see. What does this say in here? I have no idea about God. Either way, I don't like the threat of eternal hell as punishment for sin. Me uh, neither. Yeah, that's, that's one of the things we were talking about before on how mm -hmm. people believe only because they're afraid of this hell punishment. It's control. Yeah, it is control. And, you know, it's. I don't think it's fair because if you think about it, I mean, what is what, what, what is sin, first of all? And it's just not believing. If, if, if that's what gets you to hell is not believing something, that, that's, that's, I mean, why would an all-loving God want to torture somebody forever just because he didn't believe something? I believe there are other sins, like lying and stealing and cheating and things like that. Okay, well, if you read the Bible, a lot of the things that are sins, you know, are just ridiculous. Like, you can't eat shellfish, or you can't, no. you know, have, you can't wear clothes that have two different cloths woven together, or you can't, um, you know... What's another one? You can't have tattoos. Uh, but on the other hand, things like owning another human being property or raping someone, that's not a sin. Yeah, this was written by a person back then. This was no God's work. Well, that's kind of what I'm thinking at this point. Because, what does it say? I hate how a lot of believers act like one sin is worse than another. We're going to hell the same amount. Okay. Um, <laughs> if there even is a hell, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, you know, it's 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 uh, it's hard to even explain at this point because you know, yeah, you have to be able to prove these things. You can't just say there's a hell. You know, uh, do you believe in a soul? That's a good question. What about you? Oh. Hmm. Only it does. That's a good question. Actually, there is no evidence for a soul either. I think that's just somebody's personality. 
and we we call them soul, but it's just someone who's, you know, what we, we what we call a personality. Um, uh, I'm not even going to read your um, comment, PP head. <laughs> we're trying to be a little bit mature here, so try not to be childish. We're, we're having a intellectual conversation. There's a place for silliness and things like that, but you might want to move on if you can't be serious here. How long have you been an atheist? Um, well, I've been one almost my whole life. What about you? Are you an atheist or do you consider yourself one? Yeah, I'm agnostic. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Just like, okay. Yeah, well, <laughs> you don't know, and atheist means believe. So I know you don't know. Nobody really knows. No. But I don't know if you believe or not. I'm on the fence. Just like until I see something otherwise, I'm just going to continue living my life in peace. Okay, that's fair enough. So I would say you don't believe because you really can't be on a fence. You can either believe or not believe. Okay, I don't believe. I don't believe. Yeah, I don't so, believe. No, okay to say you're an atheist. It's not a problem. You know, I mean, I'm not going to hold you to it. If you don't want to be called that, that's fine. But by definition, you are. But that's, that's, oh. a, you know. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. No, there's not. A lot of people are afraid to say they are an atheist because, you know, a lot of their family members or their friends, you know, don't like that and so they're afraid to just say they're an atheist which is fine. The negative connotations of the word yeah that's i don't know why because it's it's not anything terrible it's not something horrible it's like you say i don't believe in god and then everybody within a 15 mile radius is just like oh my gosh you do believe what's wrong what has happened in your life to has made you not believe don't you know this and don't you know that and it's just like yeah Right, right. <laughs> it's like, please leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know, I mean, you can call yourself whatever you want. I'm just saying. Uh, what does it say? Spiritual, as in sometimes incense is calming and rocks are pretty. I know it's all placebo. Okay. But they, we do what we have to do to survive and find peace. All right. That's... So, spirituality versus religion, what's the difference? Good question, because I don't even know what spirituality really is. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, people say things like, they use words like energy and vibrations, but a vibration to me is just a sound, and energy to me is like heat or radio waves or things like that. Oh, you know what? What's that? I think spirituality is more tangible as in it's things that can be found on earth that you have a connection to, whereas religion is based on more of a faith of something that you cannot see. Okay. Um, because Janelle said something about rocks and uh, how calming and incense, things that are found here on earth and, and religion is not in a sense. Right, right. But you can't say because, you know, I can't see air and I can't see radio waves, but I can prove that there. Right? So it's it's more about 
proving things that exist. And it's not, it's not necessarily seeing them. It's more about, you know, being able to measure them and prove they exist. You know, mm -hmm. so, um, like I can measure the, the speed of, of wind, for example, even though I can't see it. Right. So but you can feel it. I can feel it. Yeah. And I can mm -hmm. um, measure it. I can measure the oxygen content of air, for example. You know, if like if you put a candle in a jar and it eats up all the oxygen, it goes out. You know, yes. prove these things. So it, it's not the same as just not seeing something, you know, because a lot of people say, well, you know, you can't see God. But, you know, just because you can't see it doesn't mean he doesn't exist. But, you know, you can't measure God. You can't you can't say he actually does exist. So, you know, there's a problem with that. And so that's, that's kind of why, you know, I don't like to compare God with things that you can't see. That's true. Yeah. So um, I'm, I'm missing a lot of this here. Let's see. Spirituality is more of a personal practice versus an organized religion. Um, okay. But you can make your own religion. It doesn't have to be organized. Um, you're on the right track. I'm about connecting with the earth okay and what i love is that i can see how ridiculous it is from a scientific standpoint and i have no reason for others to believe it well okay it's not scientific i get that um you say that god doesn't exist either mm, well if he does exist he's been pretty quiet i mean i would think that if he did exist, he would want to check in on us or, I don't know, make some type of show or any type of appearance, you know, check in, see how things are going, maybe talk to us. I mean, if he could do anything and it's just reality bending, he could definitely stop in for a conversation like or, or anything or, or demonstrate his power or you know, just, just anything and not have us all speculating or guessing or wandering, you know. I'm sure he knows if he is real, he knows what we're thinking since he created everything. But yet and yet, nothing, nothing. Right. So the question was, though, can I prove there's no God, basically, um, that he doesn't exist? And nobody can prove that there is one and nobody can prove that there is not one. But the burden of proof is always on the person who makes the claim. So if you're claiming that there is a God, then you have that burden to prove it. And that's the problem because you don't, you know, you don't prove something wrong. Like you, if I can't prove there's no leprechauns, does that mean leprechauns exist? Of course not. You know, so you can't just say, well, you can't prove it doesn't exist. And, and, pretend that's kind of evidence that they're that it does it doesn't work that way so you know and this is critical thinking skills here this is logic i'm talking about uh let's see but i cannot say for sure he exists just like i can't say there isn't unicorns right nobody has seen one but that doesn't mean there aren't there right it doesn't mean they are there either you have to say i don't know that's why I consider myself agnostic. You can't prove God exists, but you can't really prove God does not. Right. That's where I am. <laughs> yeah, no, well, if you think about it, everybody, everybody is agnostic. Everybody. Because no one can prove it either way. So, 
that's why I don't even like the word because it's like when they go, Oh, I'm agnostic. I'm like, well, so is everybody else. <laughs> you know, it doesn't, it doesn't really mean much. It's like saying, Hey, I'm a person. Well, so is everybody else. <laughs> you know? So it's, it, to me, it's like, Hey, uh, yeah, I know you're agnostic. So what, you know, um, greetings and salutations from Alistair, the radio demon. How are you doing there? Plenty of people who claim to see God and experience him. Yes, but claiming something doesn't make it true. Not without evidence. Uh, like a picture or maybe something. Yeah, something you can demonstrate. Yes, you know? like a picture of heaven that they say they went to sure. when they died. Or sure. maybe just have him come down near himself in person. Exactly. Um, or wherever he comes from. Let's see. Uh, claims require extraordinary evidence. Very true. Yep. It's like you know, can't say for sure what the world disappears behind you when you turn around. Hmm, that's interesting. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? The evidence is their experience, perhaps. Well, that's oh, no. but that's not dem demonstrable. That's not you're not demonstrating to other people. See, the thing is, if something is real, then you are, you are you know you're able to demonstrate it to other people. So, in other words, like like I said before, like gravity or wind or whatever. If it's real, I can demonstrate it to you. I can prove it to you. And that's the case with anything that's real. But if there's something that you just have personal experience with that you can't prove to other people, well, then I'm very skeptical about it. Then I really don't understand why you believe it. Because it could be a delusion. It could be, you know, just something you thought was like an illusion or something. Uh, I mean, people aren't perfect, so their experiences might not be perfect either. Uh, evidence doesn't exist. However, evidence isn't needed for motivation. Well, motivation for what? What I does that mean? Guess. I'm not sure about that statement. It says, I love my son, but he is three. He's done nothing to earn my love, but I love him. Yeah, that's called unconditional love. Mm -hmm. That's a human emotion, and that's fine. But that has nothing to do with believing in a God. I am confusion. Sure, so billions of people are wrong in believing in God. Okay, um, let me explain what a logical fallacy is. Um, what you're using is a, a logical fallacy called ad populum, which means a lot, just because a lot of people believe something doesn't make it true. So even if billions of people believe in God, that's not evidence that it doesn't exist. It's just a lot of people believing it. They could all be wrong. Very true. Ed popular. <laughs> if everyone wants to jump off a bridge, yeah. yes, that argument. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> if everyone wants to jump off a bridge, that's exactly it. Yeah. It's like the people who believe that the earth was flat and, you know, all those things back then. It's been proven. They've been proven wrong, so. Right. 
So the thing is, you know, like I just wrote here, correlation is not necessary causation. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, that's another logical fallacy that people use because they go, oh, well, I prayed and this came true. And the problem with that is, well, how do you know the prayer did it? I mean, there's a correlation there, but it's not the causation. Exactly. You know, so you got to be careful with these things. You know, if two things happen and they correlate, it could or could not be the cause, the cause of it. But you need to actually have evidence to prove that cause. Well, yeah. who's to say? I'd like to just, I just, I'd like to just think for myself and not rely on religion to keep me in check and being ethical because I can do that without and I would love it if religion stays out of major decision making because you just you gotta keep religion when you make policies and make very important decisions that affects everyone's lives because one everyone doesn't believe the same thing and two when religion evolves things get how do I say this they get the run around and they sit on it and then they decide, okay, we're just not going to do it. Even though it's something that could potentially help and save a lot of people, heartache and grief and strife and all these things. But no, no, because of my religion, I'm going to say no to this. It's like, keep your religion and your beliefs <laughs> out of here. Right, right, right. Get that out of here. What are you doing? You're ruining others' people's lives for the sake of what you believe in. It's just like, no, get that out of there. Keep a standard that makes sense, that's logical, and doesn't have all of these just, ugh, I just, I just, I just hate that when it happens. <laughs> right, right. So, Kierkegaard, whatever his name is, I'm sorry if I mispronounced it, um, he's asking why someone should dictate what people believe, and that's not what we're doing here at all. But if you care about what the truth is, then you owe it to yourself to use critical thinking and logic instead of faith. Mm -hmm. uh, like, why would you choose to not look at facts? Yeah, I mean, like I said, if you, unless you don't care what the truth is, why would I critically think? Because it's a better way to live your life if you care about what the truth is, right? They say the truth will set you free. Well, if you don't think critically, you'll believe everything and fall for anything. Yeah, that makes you gullible. Do you Just want to be a gullible person? Gullible all of your life. You know, it says Jesus is the truth, the light, and the way. That's what they say. But come on now. Just because you say that, you got to have evidence for what you're saying. I love when people say these things and they act like it's true when they don't have evidence for it. Well, life ends, but I'd rather not believe I can statistically die tomorrow. Yes, you can. So can I. Me too. Yep. Do not mistake in faith as being gullible. Why? Mm -hmm. That's exactly what the definition of it is. Kind of is the same thing. It is the same thing. Because if you believe something without evidence, then you're being gullible. And you can believe anything. Mm-hmm. What do I mean by the truth? Well, there's a thing called objective truth. And let me try to explain it this way. If there's a car accident and five people see the car accident, you're probably going to have five different stories on what happened. But if you have a video camera recording it at the same time, 
then the objective truth is what was recorded on the camera because people are fallible mm -hmm. and their so-called truth or their perception of the truth is not necessarily the objective truth. So it, what's, what, what people should be trying to do is trying to get as close to the truth as possible and rejecting as many false things as possible so that they have a better life. What makes evidence reliable? Well, if you can test it and the same thing happens over and over again, that makes it reliable. Like if, if I want to prove there's gravity and I drop something and every time I drop something, it falls to the ground every time, that's reliable evidence. See how that works? But why do I need evidence behind my motives? It depends what your motives are. Uh, I need one. I believe life is eternal even though I need no evidence. Well, that's just using faith. And again, you're being gullible when you do that. Prove uh, you exist. <laughs> well, I'm talking to you right now. <laughs> of course I can prove I exist. Oh my gosh. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, that's, you know, see now this is getting silly because when <laughs> they say things like that, it's like, you know, yeah, I'm glad you laughed at that because it is silly. Just like morality, evidence is subjective. Uh, yeah, to a degree, yeah. I yeah. never get 100% to the truth, but you can get mighty close to it. And yeah, the, pretty close. the more closer you get. Uh, well, I can prove I exist, however, I don't know you exist. <laughs> I think, therefore, I am. Yep. I, oh my gosh. All this nonsense. So, nothing is 100% true. Well, there is 100% truth, but we can't get to it. You understand? The truth is out there, but we can only perceive it with our own senses, and that's why we can't get to it 100%. Now, we can get to it very close. We can get 99.9%, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean we can get 100%. Uh, there's something interesting, logic. Um, wow. So, yeah, there's a lot. Of, we have Wow, we have seven listeners. Thank you all, by the way, for listening and participating. Um, I do have some other people who are waiting to talk. I don't know. Do you do you mind if I talk to someone else? Uh, I mean, I oh, really appreciate you. Oh, not at all. This is your stream. Do whatever you need. Yeah. No, I really, you, you contributed a lot, and I really appreciate your input. Um, I'm just curious mm -hmm. to see what other people have to say. Um, but, uh, you know, if you want to keep listening, that's fine. If not, it's up to you. But, Thank you so much for your input. I really enjoyed, you know, your your talk, and I think um, you contributed a lot to this. So, um, I thank value you that. so much. This is the best conversation I've ever had about religion. It was very insightful, and I definitely learned something new. Well, fantastic. Well, you know, I think hopefully other people learn something from you also. So <laughs> that's what this is all about. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Have a good day. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay.